Welcome to the We Invested Podcast, where we teach you how to save and make more cash. I'm your host, Wesley Earp, and this is Season 3, Episode 1, Deeper Than Basketball. And on this episode, I got the chance to sit down with Mo DeLoach, retired overseas professional basketball player, restaurant owner, and philanthropist. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's do it. So Mo Deloach, what's going on, brother? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, man. Sunday, just out here, man, just trying to stay safe, you know, with the with the with the coronavirus going on. So, you know, just trying to stay safe, man. Yes, sir, for sure, man. Thank you for joining me today, man. And, and I'm gonna just run down kind of on a checklist or 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 a list of some of your accomplishments, man, just to let the people know exactly who you are, man, and exactly, you know, what you've done, man. So uh first of all, you're a graduate of Norfolk State University. Uh, you were a pro basketball player in Europe for 10 years and just recently retired. Also the owner of Mo and D's restaurant in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and the founder of Motivation Foundation, man. That's quite a that's quite a list of accomplishments, man. I, I don't know how you have time to do all of that, you know, but I salute. Appreciate it, man. It's hard, but you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. For sure, bro, for sure, man. And so um, on this podcast, season three, man, is all about entrepreneurship and kind of me reaching out to entrepreneurs that I that I kind of admire and look up to, man. And um, like I was telling you earlier, bro, you really laid a blueprint out for a lot of people in the city, man. And the, I think the biggest thing is that it seems like everything you do is for the people. Like everything you do is like based on the community, man. So can you explain that, like your your love for your community? Well, it's just being that, you know, if you're from, from Rocky Mount, you know, Rocky Mount is a small town, think about 58,000 people. So, you know, if you're doing well here, you get a lot of love in the city. So when I was coming up, you know, playing high school, you know, around the area, you know, I was, you know, one of the top elite players here. And, you know, the city showed me a lot of love, you know, showed me a lot of love and they kind of made sure that I was on the right track. So it's like, you know, I told myself, you know, if I was in a position to win, I was always going to come back home and try to help as much as possible. And, you know, people are always thinking it's about money or donating money. But, you know, it's more time than anything, you know, reaching out to the youth. And it don't really cost a lot of money by giving your time or hosting camps or doing, you know, collaborating with other organizations and doing things to really impact the city. Like, you know, I always had a always had a saying, like, if you don't, if you're not, if your face not good in your hometown, man, you know, it really shouldn't be good anywhere. Yeah, man, for sure, bro. I agree with that 1,000%. Um, and I know the most recent thing I saw on Instagram that was that I thought was, was you know, admirable, man, and respectful was you out here leading a protest and organizing a protest for, um, you know, the recent situations that we've been going through, man. So it's like your front line for your people ready to, ready to fight with them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just, you know, the, being a tough situation, being a black man, you know, growing up and especially in today's time. So, you know, with the impact that I have on the city, you know, I was like, yo, I got to be on anything positive, you know, for the city. You know, people going to follow. If you're doing good things, people going to follow you. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, keep your nose clean and just, you know, be for the people. I'm always for the people. I'm always going to be for the people. I ended my career early you know, to come home and just help, you know, help help the city out in some type of way. Right, right, for sure, bro. And and I see that main focus is like um, rebuilding Rocky Mountain and supporting downtown. So, um, you know, I see you throwing events, different things going on to help revitalize downtown. So is, that's something clearly that's, that's big to you too. 
yeah, just being that, uh, I mean, you go to any city, like I, I, I played overseas in several cities. I went to school in Virginia. So, you you know, you just seeing downtown is a place everyone hangs at in their city. You know, that that's from that's from the USA, that's from Europe, everywhere, like everyone says, I'm going downtown. So in Rocky Mount, you know, that's the least place people are going. So it's like trying to reconnect people back to the downtown. It's like something that I think is gonna happen and needs to happen because like, I, you know, you just be like, yeah, what y'all, what y'all got going on tonight? Oh yeah, we going downtown. Like, I just want people to say that, like whether it's my spot or whether it's other people's spots, but just hanging out downtown, you know, a nightlife in the city would be something great. Right, man, and, it, and it's crazy, bro, because I hadn't had the chance to go to more of these yet. I hadn't been back home, but bro, every time I get on social media, after a basketball game, after anything, everybody is at your restaurant. I mean, everybody, all the girls, all the fellas is, is just packed out, man. Yeah, and it's just something I'm trying to get, had to get going, you know what I'm saying? It's just like me just pushing it. I took a gamble on it. I'm like, yo, me and my fam, like my my dad and my uncle are my business partner. So it's like, you know, we we a different age bracket. I'm, I'm in my 30s and my uncle and my dad are 60s. So imagine the gap of trying to do something. So I'm, I'm overseas, so they was here, you know, running a restaurant, but it was doing okay. But it's like when I came home, you know, I'm more of a people's person. So, you know, with the, with the bar vibes and, you know, having people here, you know what I'm saying, in the afternoon and the evenings and at nighttime is what people wanted to do because a lot of people don't like to go to clubs and a lot of people just want to, you know, have a nice drink and, you know, just lay back and chill, sit at a bar, have some good food. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the vibes I give off here in my spot. And then there's a lot of other spots that's coming. We're trying to connect and do different things. Like we recently did, well, before the coronavirus, we did like a bar crawl, like, you know what I'm saying? Different activities with downtown businesses, like just trying to get people downtown. Cause I know once people come downtown, everyone downtown gonna win. You know what I'm saying? So if you get hundreds of people downtown, they're gonna hit my spot, this spot over here, this spot over here, because it's all walking distance. So that's the goal and that's what we're trying to accomplish. I think it's gonna happen too. Yeah, for sure, bro. So, uh, like I said earlier, man, you spent 10 years overseas in Europe hooping, man. So what experiences did you learn from being overseas? Like, like what did you what did, what did you learn from that experience? Well, it just made me appreciate, you know, unity. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, in some in some of the countries I was in, I maybe was the only black person in the whole city. So it kind of made me comfortable being a black man, being around other races, you know what I'm saying? And not feeling uncomfortable. You know, that was the biggest key to me. It's like, you know, I can sit in a room with being the only, you know, African-American in the room and not feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing I learned, you know, being, when I also taught me how to be independent, you know, being there by yourself and, you know, you don't have moms, you don't have cousins, you don't have anybody to really, you know, push you or motivate you to stay. So it was just my thing that pushed me more was I, I, I'm doing this for the city. I'm doing this for my family, you know, and I want to be that person that, you know, someone looks up to like, yo, this dude played 10 years. He's been away 10 years. He came back home. So that always drove me, you know, just having experience, being able to say I got paid to play a sport that, you know, everyone wanted to do. That's like a dream come true. You know, I dreamed of going to the NBA, but it didn't happen. So, you know, I, that was my plan B. And it just worked out perfectly, you know what I'm saying? Being able to, you know, just 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 travel the world. I got an education behind it, travel the world, you know, chasing the basketball. Right. And I think it's dope too, bro, like, that every time you would come home, like, even though you were still playing overseas, every time you would come home, you would still connect with you by having basketball camps and making sure, like, you were helping the next generation move forward and progress. 
Yeah, that was that was a key to me too because you know me growing up, I didn't have a Modelos, you know what I'm saying, coming through the city that kind of that kind of like you know had his foot out there with knowing what he was doing with the professional world. So you know all the young kids today, like even to today, like I always reach out to them like, yo, y'all want to work out? Y'all want to hoop? What can I do to help? You know because it's like that's like what I owe them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the least I can do. Awesome, you know, money that ain't doing nothing. It's just more, you know, sharing my knowledge and my experience with the basketball world to, you know, the next I'm up and coming. Cause you know, I want more people to come from the city, you know what I'm saying? Cause I think the more the better. You know what I'm saying? The more people that's coming out of the city, the better it's gonna be for, for the whole city. And then they gonna reach back out to the youth just like I did, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna continue to do mine until the day I die. Just, you know, continue to stay active and helping the youth out and helping them understand, you know, the ins and the outs of the way of life. And, you know, cause I, I tell them all the time, I think they relate more to me because I actually came from the hood. I ain't one of the guys that like, yo, I'm hood and blah, 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 blah. I actually come from the hood, you know what I'm saying? I really kind of worked my way up, but my neighborhood took care of me also, you know what I'm saying? They made sure I ain't get in trouble. They made sure I went to school. They made sure I ain't, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just straight. For sure, bro. So, so can you explain like exactly what the Motivation Foundation is and what inspired you to start that? Well, it was just, uh, it was uh, my motivating, the foundation is more of like motivating our environment. That's what the MOE is for. You know what I'm saying? That's the motivation is motivating our environment. And I really started it, you know what I'm saying? I had a homeboy in college and I always just talk mad positive. He's like, yo man, you always throwing motivation out here, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of motivation kind of stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, I just, it was just something, I was always doing stuff for the kids and, you know, basketball camps and, book bag giveaways to my homeboy was like bro you need to start a non-profit you know what i'm saying i ain't i didn't know what it was you know what i'm saying was, i was like what is that like yo it's really an organization that you know you can get funds and you know you can take it to the next level and you know it's only been active for a year you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm still learning everything that is and the outs about it but it's like you know now i'm legit and i can really really do more you know what I'm saying? And really go to a business like, listen, I'm really a nonprofit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mind sponsoring this and sponsoring that? Because my sponsor's just been coming off relationships with me or, you know, what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So now it's really legit. And I think, like, if I want to go somewhere and, you know, explain my event and what I'm doing and to give a business a right to be like, all right, he ain't playing now. Like, he got it all down. It's all legit. So now we can, you know, cut him a check to do what he really want to do in the city because it's known that I'm really doing what it, you know what I'm saying, what it needs to be done. Right, right. So have you always been like business minded, like had this kind of mindset or was it because I mean, like to make it to the next level in basketball, man, we already know you have to have that like consistency and like a different type of mind frame, different type of work ethic. So like, you know, you can tell the work ethic is there, but have you always had like an eye for business? Nah, bro, to be honest, like just being all the way real because you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have a business mind at all. So it's like, you know, my first couple contracts, I probably blew everything. You know what I'm saying? Just like on having fun, partying, like buying designer stuff, like you know stuff like you ain't you ain't never. I really never had no bread growing up, so you know the first couple ones, I'm like, I bet I'm gonna just blow these, have fun, because I'm gonna go right back over and get and run it back up. So that's the mentality I had until like I got a little bit older in my career and I started talking to like other people and I started talking to my pops and I started talking to my moms, my uncle, they like, all right, you know, basketball come to an end. So, you know what I'm saying? I know it's fun, but you know, you gotta put something up or you gotta do something else, you know, to, to, to generate some money because, you know, I'm not a nine to five person. Like, just to be honest, like I'm not the type of person that can go sit in the office and pick up the phone and do this. That's not, you know, that's not me. I like to wear, you know, 
shorts and basketball shorts and Jordans and, you know, and, and, and be able to run and be able to do as please, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of got that that mind frame from like, all right, let me, you know, kind of figure out what I want to do next after basketball. And then, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos been overseas, like just a lot, just research on my computer, you know, when yeah. I got out of practice. Have nothing to do, like you know what I'm saying. It's not cable TV over there, so you're more of a computer guy. So I, I had my computer, I hooked my uh, my HDMI cord up to my TV, and I was just like on the internet, just trying to figure out figure out ways, bro, to make money or ways to like be more successful. That's where the business mind stuff came from. Then I started approaching, you know, other business minded people, or and, you know, asking them what they think about this and what I should do about that, and then that's where I really kind of got it from. So you were just using your resources, man, tapping into those free videos on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I see I see that you're big on social media too, man. So so that a lot of that came over from um just being overseas and not really having access to other things. So you just kind of got and, and really learned how to finesse the social media platform. I see you on yeah. Facebook heavy, uh with with like promoting everything that you're doing. I see you on Instagram promoting the movement. So it's like you're big on social media, man. You have a presence on that for sure. Yeah, that's that's key. I think you know. I think it's. I mean, nothing is easy, but I think it's easier now because you really like somebody go watch your page and see what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? It could be a person that thinking about doing this, thinking about doing that, and then they just click on your page and you always doing something. So you know, the social media key, the social media key is big for like you know business and promoting yourself. You know to you know sell it's like really selling yourself like people got to see it they can continue to see it because see to see it people gonna see what you're doing you know what i'm saying if you keep putting it out there you keep putting it out there and then i use the basketball stuff people follow me because of the basketball so you know what i'm saying they they love it's like i i was showing them the way of life you know some people never been overseas i would post pictures i would go live i would do this right. and them see what was really going on you know because it's like i can explain to i can explain it to you but people would think i'm lying if i say like some of the crazy stuff that was going on over there so right. if you show it made them feel like they was there. So, you know, people follow that. And then I'm like, I, you know, I got thousands of people following me on the social media. Let me go on and try to promote this. Let me go and try to promote that. Let me show them that I'm doing this. Let me show them that I'm doing that. And then it just, it just continue to grow. And I'm still doing the same thing. Like people love that because they still following, you know, the pages and they still doing this. And now it's more positive stuff. Let's do camps. Let's do youth stuff, restaurant, this and that, that it's like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just going to continue to have something going with that. You know what I'm saying? And social media gave it the key. Right, man. And look, that, that like leads me over to my next point, bro. With you wearing so many hats, doing so many different things, like, like what's the average day? What's the average day like for you? Like trying to balance out everything that you have going on? Yeah, well, it's more, it's more of me like, you know, doing the restaurant and I'm getting help with the restaurant. So, you know, I got my pops helping me on the restaurant. So I'm not a hundred percent tied into this, you know what I'm saying? I'm more tied into my community work and which the Kimono just kind of slowed things down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But or like I was training kids with basketball. I was, you know what I'm saying? I'd be uh, doing my nonprofit, you know what I'm saying? Stuff and restaurant, you know, other uh, positive things, trying to get into like the real estate thing right now too. So it's just like, I think staying busy for me is better because I don't really have any time to sit down and like you know not do nothing so i like to stay busy daily you know what i'm saying you know to keep myself going yeah man and i hear you uh just mentioned real estate man so you're are you interested in investing in in the process of kind of learning more about it and want to get, get get your feet wet in real estate yeah well i actually bought a duplex like a a, a duplex flipped it you know what i'm saying well it was like a two apartments you know what i'm saying wow. 
I got it too. I I got it too, and I'm still like kind of learning about that too. But it's like something like yeah. that. An income coming in, you know what I'm saying? Then you fixing up houses, fixing the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm that's what I'm on, like you know what I'm saying? And then I can really get paid for it and then help my community also. So right. you know what I'm saying? I'm big on that, and you know I'm just I just got one probably about six months ago, and I fixed it up, and you know I got two tenants standing, so I'm looking for my next project right now. You know, so I'm just trying to find different sources of income, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, just to get to it. That's a fact, brother. And how was that uh, real estate process? Like, did you did you like it? You know what I'm saying? Can you see yourself becoming a real estate investor long term? What did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was it was cool. Uh, you know, I, I got a. I'm actually now like you know looking up you know more ways to you know make some money with the real estate thing. You know, because I have no really, I have no knowledge of it. You know, what I'm saying I'm big on like being knowledgeable of things you're doing. It was just one of those things like. You know, somebody hit me up like, yo, you got to go check out this crib right here. It's such and such, such dollars. You can get such and such, such to fix it up and blah, 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 blah. So it was one of those. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got it. I'm like, all right, man, it's a couple more of these jinx out here that you can you can do like that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you, one, you helping your community because, you, you know, you putting houses in these areas that, you know, consider the hood. You know what I'm saying? And you're not right. going to tax, tax them for, you know, so making affordable homes for people. You know, then you can actually say something is yours. So, you know, leaving your legacy, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I'm big on. For sure, man. And that ownership, bro. That ownership is key too, man, like you said. But it seems like with everything you're doing, bro, basketball, um, mowing D's, real estate, your foundation, everything is kind of based around the team, man. And, and you talk about that, that community and, you know what I'm saying, your neighborhood lifting you up, your people lifting you up. So how important is it to you to build a good team uh, it's very important, man. You gotta you gotta have a great team and supporting cast behind you that's on the same the same wave you on, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even higher, you know what I'm saying? Like they gotta set those goals. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I don't wanna be like the smartest person in my crew or you know what I'm saying? I wanna have this crew that that, you know, if I'm doing right, they're gonna tell me, yo, you right. If I'm doing wrong, they're gonna tell me, yo, you doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna have a whole bunch of yes men on your team. Because you know what I'm saying, that's not that's not good, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, with my goals, like, you know, I don't want to stay content, you know. So I need to be around also around people that that they got higher goals than me. So I can look at them like to motivate me, not for competition, but it's like I right, he getting to it, she getting to it. So now I need to get to it even more. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the highest the highest one in my in my chain. I need to be like the lowest for real. You know what I'm saying? So it can push me, you know, you know, push me to to keep going. It's like with the basketball world, like, you know what I'm saying? It could be you you working out with somebody, that person gonna push you instead of you doing it by yourself, you ain't gonna go as hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got somebody that pushing you, grinding with you, stuff like that. It's gonna make you want it even more. And that's with with the friends and your team. Like your team gotta push you. You know what I'm saying? So you can go even harder and not be content with what you're making, like, you know what I'm saying, what you're doing, or, you know what I'm saying, it's always, let's do more. Right, right, for sure, brother. And I heard you make a, earlier in the interview, man, I, I heard you make a um, reference to, uh, you know, you liking to have freedom and liking to wear what you want to wear and kind of do what you want to do, man. So what is like one of your favorite things about being an entrepreneur, um, being an entrepreneur? Well, it's basically, I get to, you know, say I, I make my own, you know, moves. Like, I don't have to wear a suit every day or I don't have to listen to nobody tell me, like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, which I'm not knocking, you know, that because that's what certain people do, you know what I'm saying? But I don't like, I don't, you know, so I don't want to go to a place and I'd be like, yo, I hate my boss. I don't want to work for him. Or, 
this and that, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't never want to do that. So, you know, it's a, it's that's the, one of the best things is you be able to kind of dictate what you want to do or, you know, you 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 doing what you really want to do to make your make it successful. You know, so you ain't really listening to nobody like that's mandatory that you got to do this or you got to be here at eight o'clock or you got to do this or you can't be on your cell phone or you got to wear a tie today or you have to wear this pink shirt. Like, nah, you can. Yeah. If I wanna, if I wanna come in with some balling shorts with a nice shirt to say Norfolk State, then that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that ain't gonna change the way you know people gonna look at me because you know it's me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm making my own boss moves. Like, I'm, I'm gonna make it a step. Okay, I'm, I go to meetings in balling shorts. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and people be. I mean, that's just me. I can, you know, I go in the suits if it's important, but, you know, I want to be, the, I don't, I don't want to be fake. So I'm not going to throw on no shirt and tie to try to sell you a dream when I'm going to just go in there with my balling shorts on. I'm going to tell you like it is, like, look, like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. You know, my vice, my work speaks for itself. I'm not going to come in here and be fake and throw in a suit and a tie just to try to be fake. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be real with it. I'm going to go in there like I, like I want to go and, you know, sell myself. Right, brother. Right. And man, I, I like to um I like to kind of let people know the the real side. So like the the positive and the negative side of being an entrepreneur. So you said earlier when you were younger, when you first went overseas, got your first few checks, you blew it, you blew the first few. And I'm like, man, every young person would do that, but every young person may not necessarily be lucky enough to get that check back. So um is that like one of the can you talk more about that or or any other mistakes that you made starting out that you wish you could have avoided? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still making mistakes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got it all figured out yet. Like, with my restaurant now, like, I haven't made not one dollar, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like you said, ownership, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, more mistakes was just like not having credit, you know what I'm saying? Not working on my credit at an early age, not knowing how to save, you know what I'm saying? Just not having a lot of knowledge on, okay, you're doing this, you taking this loan out, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. So it's just like, you know, being able to not have knowledge on everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, start saving, start investing as in like these little apps is going in, Robinhood, stocks, and like, you know, just learning more about money, you know what I'm saying? Instead of like, you know, going to buying Jordans all the time or doing this, like, you know, take the steps and do do something different, learn how to save, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that money can be hard, to, I mean, easy to blow, like, you know what I'm saying? Hard to get back for real, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the main key. And what we know, some of my mistakes was just, having too much fun, like, you know what I'm saying? Hanging out, drinking, doing this, doing that, just having fun, like, blowing money on nothing. They have nothing to show for it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I learned, I learned that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, take take what you was blowing it, you know, try to invest it or try to, I'm gonna blow it, let, blow it on a kid, you know, blow it on helping the community, you know what I'm saying? Cause that, that's, that's, that's gonna bring something back 10 times better. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta be a blessing to get a bigger, bigger blessing. That's a fact, bro, that's a fact, man. And so with like majority of your businesses and everything that you do based on people and based on like contact, you know, human contact, how did the coronavirus like affect you? Did it throw you off or did it make you, you know what I'm saying, switch gears? Like what was that like? The coronavirus hurt me so bad because the simple fact like everything was about to go good. Like I had a couple contracts with the city, like I was training, man, I was so many kids in the gym with the basketball, like I was like doing great. And then like it all stopped. So like the first, you know, the first month I was like, all right, man, I'm, you know, I'm still living off of, you know, I got some breads, you know, saved up. 
And then it's kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and still going to this day. I can't train no kids. I can't get in the gym. My contract with the city done because I can't, you know, work out or do stuff like that. So it's like, you know, it, it kind of hurt. But then again, it kind of gave you like, I'm back to the ground. You know what I'm saying? When everything get back, I'm back to the ground. I'm back at square, square one. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's going to make it exciting for me. You know what I mean? Because it's like everybody got knocked down. You know what I'm saying? Everything got knocked down. So it's like getting yourself back up to the highest peak. It's like fun to me because it's like yeah. really where your grind is at. You know what I'm saying? Then like you got all this time. Like, you know, it's going to make a lot of people, I think. I think a lot of millionaires going to come out of this time because there's people sitting at home research. There's people at home doing this. People saving money. So it's like people gonna figure it out and then when it's time to open back up i think everybody need to be ready because it's gonna be like a push everybody gonna want to come out everybody want to do this everybody gonna want to do that like you know what i'm saying I, I just love seeing people like now i see people selling stuff on the internet people doing this they trying to figure out a way to make it and i love to see that especially us as black people like you know i salute people selling hair people selling this people selling t-shirts people selling soap man i love right. to see stuff you feel me? Because, you know, they, they being creative. Us as black people, we are very, very creative. You know what I'm saying? The only thing we be missing is the funds, the capital. You know what I'm saying? If we get that, we our ideas be on point. The difference be, like, other people have the money. They have a million dollars back in them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I love to see that, man. You know what I'm saying? This coronavirus going to help a lot of people, as in giving them that mind frame and giving them that grind to continue to go. For sure, bro. For sure. And I, I heard you talk about... um. You know, you had a friend in college that kind of put you on about uh, foundations and nonprofits. And then you, you say your your people back home were talking to you about, hey, you got to think about life after basketball. So, you know, you had those conversations with people, but like sometimes when people say stuff, it still won't really register, it won't really click. But when did it click for you and you knew like, okay, this is what I need to do to survive? And like, when did that really click? Well, I mean, it really kept my opportunities kept coming, you know what I'm saying? You know, I was turning deals down as in like, people like, you should do this, you should do that. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I ain't, I'm scared. I'm scared to like spend money on stuff like that. But when they keep coming, it's like God showing you a sign like, bro, you got, you got to take heed to it, you know what I'm saying? So that's what kind of clicked when everybody keep telling you and then like, you know, signs coming, this sweet deal coming or, you know, you can find a crib for this amount of price and it never happens like that. Like when stuff, deals keep coming like that, like God trying to tell you, like, look, it's time. Like it's time for you to, you know, tap into, you know, what's next. And then I always knew, like, I, I know I'm not going to be playing basketball forever. So what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? You got to use your popularity. You got to use your influence you have on the community, you know what I'm saying, to make a life with it. For sure, bro. For sure. And so, as a as an entrepreneur, like, how do you define success, like, personally? Like, what is, what is success to you? Well, my, success to me is, I mean, it wasn't, it ain't even about money when it comes to success to me. It's just, you know, being happy. You know, I for me, I, I feel like I'm successful because I, you know, I, if you had to take a survey from what came from my neighborhood, you know, I would, you know, they, I would probably be like, you know, one of the few that, that, that made it out the hood and people didn't really believe that, you know, as a black person or, you know, where I came from, that I would be, you know, the place I am today. So success to me is like, you know, just being happy, you know, accomplishing something one of your goals. Like I had a goal list. I was looking at my phone the other day and like I had a goal of like 20 things and I checked off at least like 10 of them already. Life goals I made years ago. 
you know what I'm saying? So I checked off 10 of them, 10 of them, 10 of them, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I consider successful. You know, it's just your goals, you're accomplishing the goals that you wrote down, you know, years ago, or you know what I'm saying, whenever you decide them. Like now I'm about to go in and set, you know, 10 more new goals, you know what I'm saying, and try to check them off. You know, that's what I define success to me. For sure, bro. And so, how do you want people to remember you and your companies and your organizations and your business that you started? Like, what legacy do you want to leave? How do you want the people to remember? Well, just as a good person first, like, you know what I'm saying? Being a good dude, you know, stand-up guy, and, a, you know what I'm saying, more of a, a person uh, a per people can approach. Like, I think that's big, you know. I never acted in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? I always came back home. I was always active in the community. Like, I would be walking down the street, running down the street. Like, I ain't, I ain't about to be on no, like, Hollywood type stuff. You know what I'm saying? If a person see me speak, I'm speaking that people call me to their home to, to talk to their kids. If I can do it, I'm doing it. Like, I'm doing whatever I can, you know? And, and that's what big with me. My legacy, just being a good person. I want to be remembered like, yo, he was a good dude. He cared about the community. He had fun. He loved Rocky now, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to do whatever it takes to make this a better place. That's a fact, brother. That's a fact, man. And um, man, on, on the on the podcast, bro, I just like to play a little game at the end, man. Ask three fun questions because I know talking about entrepreneurship can get kind of deep sometimes, bro. So I just wanted to ask some some lighter questions if that's cool with you. That's cool. All right. So first one, bro. Where your favorite place to travel? I know you done been all around the world. Oh, uh, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Uh, just the food and the, you know, that was my favorite place. I was in Rome for three years, so that was like one of my favorite places to be at, you know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully I'll be going back when everything is over, but I love I love to travel there, man. You know what I'm saying? The pasta, the hospitality, you know, it was just fun, man. I love that place. For sure, for sure. What song explains your life the most? Ooh. I would have to say, on the Christian side, that uh, Marvin Sapp never would have made it. That's one of my yeah. favorites. You know what I'm saying, yeah. yeah, it's just you know, just a deep song and explains the life. Like you know, what I'm saying, without God, you know, what I'm saying, he wouldn't have made it out here. You know, what I'm saying, that's a fact, bro. The last question: What's an amazing thing that you did that no one was around to see? Oh man, I think I think recently, recently, I think one of the amazing things that happened, like you know, what I'm saying to me, it might be like little light, slight, but you know, I was here at my restaurant, guy in a wheelchair pulled up, like he was like, man, I ain't ate in three days, bro. Like I went back in my kitchen, bro. I don't know if he cooked. I went back there in my kitchen, turned the fryers on, bro, and I, I cooked my man a whole meal, bro. I don't even know how good it was. He sat in my restaurant with me, me and him. I was closed. He sat in here, he ate, enjoyed himself, gave him a couple dollars, you know what I'm saying? That was like one of the most amazing things I think I did to see somebody, see a smile on a person's face, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I get to feed him, you know what I'm saying? Throw him a couple of few dollars and he was actually in a wheelchair, you know what I'm saying? And I was I was shook at first, but you know what I'm saying? I did it, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the amazing things to me and then nobody know, I never told nobody, you know what I'm saying? Just the right. first person. That's real though, man. And it's like a constant theme throughout this whole interview, man. It's just like a constant theme throughout the conversation is you just giving back to the people. You touching the people and helping the people, man. So that's how I know whatever you touch is gonna be big. Like it's gonna be blessed because you got the people in mind first. Yeah, that's what it's about. That's what life is about, man. Helping others, helping others, man. Being a blessing so you can get that bigger, bigger, bigger blessing. That's a fact, bro. Thank you for joining us today and sitting down with me, bro. Can you let the people know how they can find you on social media or the internet? 
Uh, you can you can find me on Facebook. I'm, I probably can't accept no more friends, but you can follow my page, Mo Deloach. That's on uh, M O E and then Deloach D E L O A C H, and um, on Instagram also. You can follow me on Instagram, Mo Deloach. You know, so I'm heavier up there. And you know what I'm saying? That's what you can find me at. You know, make sure you check out more of these if you're in the Rocky Mountain area, 123 South Church Street. You know what I'm saying? I'll be around. Just come holler at me. Man, hey, thanks again, brother. Have a good one. I appreciate you. Yes, sir.